and that even goes with the, I mean, the BHAG, the big, hairy, audacious goals. I mean, if, if you're not scared of it, you know, I mean, it's probably not big enough. Welcome to Professional Builders Secrets, a podcast for building company owners wanting to grow safely and securely. I'm your host, Will Blunt, and today I'm joined by Jay Moston from Luxury Lifestyle Homes in Brisbane, Australia. Jay, welcome to the show. I will. Great to have you on today. Uh, you've been around the traps at the APB for quite a while now, but we've finally tracked you down and I'm going to ask you a few of the secrets. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. Part of the furniture, but yeah, here we are. No, very good. Very good. So tell me more about Luxury Lifestyle Homes and how it all started. Yeah, so Luxury Lifestyle Homes um, is probably about three or four years old now uh, running um, prior to that. There was a few little uh, speed bumps along the way. That started out as a, a carpentry apprentice, um, as most builders do. Um, went into more contracting, uh, a lot of renovations and all that kind of gear. And then we're trying to get into new homes. So, uh, yeah, decided to go down a, a franchise group route. Um, wasn't really the answer that we we're looking for. So we kind of got out of there. And then from there, we kind of started the, the slate pretty clean and, uh, yeah, luxury, luxury started. Yeah, nice. So just purely based on your name and a bit of digging I've done, you, you're at the top end of town in terms of the, the custom homes you build? Yeah, yeah. We're on the north side of Brisbane. So pretty much service pretty much from the Brisbane River to the sunny coast. Yeah, but in terms of the uh, type of homes you build, are they at the top end of town like the... Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bigger, um, um, more spec'd up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely not looking at the, um, I don't know, project builder kind of range. It's more the really bespoke kind of design homes and yeah, yeah, working with architects, designers and all that kind of stuff to, to get the, the clients what they want. Okay, so you work with architects quite a bit or do you have a design uh, portion that you do yourself as well? We've got, yeah, we've got an in-house designer that we work with. Um, we kind of find that's a, a smoother process. Um, mm. Yeah, if, if a year or two ago, we were working with um, outsourced, you know I mean, your architects, designers um, that run their own little little gigs. Um, felt that was a pretty clunky kind of way to, to go and a lot of the time by the time we get involved in the process it was already too late we throw the price at, at a project and then all of a sudden we're the bad guy so yeah we kind of went reverse engineered it as, as APB kind of suggests as well um, get in early and then just provide a, a smooth process and um, in that prelim stage and yeah clients and both clients and ourselves are a lot happier that way yeah it sounds a lot smoother I guess the the client the, the experience for the client would be just you know, seamless compared to what it could be with multiple people involved. Yeah, yeah, and that's kind of what we pride ourselves on. We, we do the client journey is our is our motto. Um, kind of try to smooth out as much as we can in those early stages, so they can kind of enjoy the ride. I mean, it's it's a pretty stressful scenario, no matter what kind of home you, you are building. So yeah, if we can kind of alleviate some of those, we, we we definitely try. Okay. So before we dive into all the stuff about your business, which I'm really excited to get to, take a step back for a sec. What, you said you became, you started out as a carpenter. How did that all come about? What made you wanted to get get into this game? Yeah, to be honest, like from school, I um I didn't have a building background at all. Uh, mm. Parents pretty let, let me go pretty loose when I was a when I was a kid. wasn't too academic. Didn't really try too hard. Uh, probably chasing soccer balls and sports and girls too much. Um, and then yeah, as a, as a kind of the years progressed, we yeah I ended up on a building site and I actually came home one night to the. To, to the missus that we're married to now and um, kind of said to her, I said, yeah, I think, think I want to build houses. And, and, and yeah, it's, a, it's a funny story. I, didn't, I haven't really told too many people, but she's like, oh, you want to be a carpenter? I was like, no, I just want to build houses. And 
I didn't even know what a carpenter was. I thought a carpenter was a guy that laid the carpet and I was like, nah, nah, nah. <laughs> so that, that was a pretty embarrassing start to it all. But um, yeah, as it, as it evolved, you know, I mean, you, you start at the bottom of the chain. Um, yeah, mm. to be honest, digging holes and doing whatever it takes to, to get your nose in the door. And um, yeah, as it kind of progressed through the years, um, I was pretty lucky to, to spend some time with some good guys that taught me a lot of things. And yeah, we kind of progressed from there. So yeah, there's a, there's a lot of things that, I don't know, you get taught probably not bad habits, but not business, mm. um, but you, you learn how to build houses, not not a business. So, and that's probably the, the missing link where I ended up where I am today. Well, you don't know any better at that stage, I guess. Yeah, you don't know what you don't know. And yeah, you, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm always open to new ideas and better ways of doing things. I'm pretty fixed on how I want to do it, but if there is a better way, I'm all for it. So, um, yeah. So those builders you worked for when you were a carpenter and digging holes and all that kind of stuff, did you? are you saying you learned a fair bit of them from a, a building perspective more so than a, a business running perspective? Yeah, yeah. Like, And I, I was pretty lucky. Like you, you do find a lot of carpenters are very good at putting up frames and doing their trade. Um, I was probably exposed to a bit more of the, the running of a job site and the management of trades and working in with other trades. So that helped a lot in the transition from carpenter to builder. Um, so that was pretty good. Um, but again, yeah, yeah. As, as everyone kind of experiences, you know, you know, as your your career develops, you, you kind of find the missing missing gaps and try to fill them up as quick as you can. So when you finally pulled the ripcord and started your own building company, what was the the biggest wake up call you had? Uh, there wasn't. Yeah, I mean, I've always been a worker. Um, always yeah. first there, last to leave kind of scenario. Um, so the work really didn't worry me. Um, I mean, in those early stages, you. You, you've gone by five and I mean, you're still doing quotes at nine, 10 o'clock at night. So, mm. you know, in those early years, um, the work really didn't worry me. I think, I think the, as it all progressed though, I think probably one of the biggest challenges was working on the business, not in it. Um, and, and that's still a struggle even today. You know, I, mean, I, I, I love getting in, into it on site and all the rest of it, but at the end of the day, you've, you've got to run the, the whole business as a whole as well. So yeah, it's probably one of the, one of the what does that, like what does the difference between on and in the business mean to you? Probably jumping on the tools. You, you kind of do that for so long and so used to doing things a certain way. Um, in, you, in your own mindset, you feel like you would, you're the only one that knows how to do it that well as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so you've got to kind of try to get out of that mindset and get into, okay, the, these are the roles that you're going to kind of set up for different people and, um, and let them go. So 90% of the time they will do it as good as you, if not better, um, but it's just a, mindset thing but yeah trying to trying to get out of that that's that's probably a big thing that everyone goes through what process did you go through to to try and give up that control uh wasn't really a a process it's been a process with um apb and andy being being the coach and all um probably kind of keeping on track with the company goals and career path that we want to go down um we, we can't reach those goals unless we stick to a certain path if you if you know what i mean so once a month, once a week, it's once a week now. Um, we kind of catch up and kind of bring it all back um, to, to a, you know, are we, are we on track? Are we off track? Generally, if we're off track, it's because I've been on site chucking up frames or, you know, getting involved in a lot of stuff that the, the boys can take care of. But, you know, I mean, you, you kind of just jump in and, yeah, mind games with yourself. Well, I guess I was, what I was trying to ask is what makes you want to get on the tools is it to speed things up is it because you want it done to a certain quality or uh i think it's yeah it is to speed things up uh i think it's easy as well it's an easy way out 
Um, you know what to do, you know how to do it, you know how to do it well. Whereas the, the working on the business is probably a little bit harder and you don't feel sometimes you might spend a bit of time doing a bit of paperwork, but you feel more accomplished building something. So that kind of habit, I suppose, kind of creeps in. So what other challenges have you faced in, in your building company over the last few years? Honestly, there's challenges every day. I don't think um, they will go away or they get better or worse. Um, it's how you react to them. Um, I'm, I'm a pretty glass half full kind of guy. I like pretty, stay pretty positive if something shit happens. You know what I mean? It's for a reason and, you know what I mean, tomorrow's a better day, so not, not to get too bogged down with it. Um, obviously, with COVID, you know what I mean, the leads and um, materials and, you know I mean, now we're into trade shortages and all the rest of it. In the next six months, there's going to be something else. So I, mm. I kind of try not to get too bogged down on, on, on the issues that we're facing because, you know I mean, we're always going to have some kind of issue. Um, just got to deal with it at the time and make the best of the situation. Yeah, I love that. It's a good way to look at it. If you get too bogged down in that specific issue, probably start drowning. Yeah, you've got to be open-minded. You, you've got to be aware of it, um, but mm. probably just don't, you know I mean, the, the, the mental health kind of scenario of, of builders and, it's a pretty lonely place out there. You, you feel, yeah, the only guy doing the doing the thing, doing what you do every day. But in saying that, everyone's going through it. And as I said, next six months, there's going to be something else that we don't even know about yet. So yeah, you just got to ride the wave and see what tomorrow brings. What things have you done to to deal with that? Uh, lo- I guess loneliness as um, a business owner or a builder, where you feel like you you know you're going through these challenges by yourself. Yeah, I've got a few mates that are the builders and and run their own businesses as well. So I kind of try to stay in contact with them. Um, try, try to be there for them as well. You know, what I mean, it's not just myself. Just make sure they're you know if they're going through a shit time, make sure we kind of keep in contact. Um, and I find even with the APB get-togethers and uh, yeah, I haven't really been involved with the chapters, but you know, what I mean, having a having a business coach as, as far as APB and Andy. Um, just kind of makes you okay you're on track you are going in the right direction you're not doing you're not grinding away for no reason you are, you are actually mm. ticking off your, your, your annual quarterly uh, monthly goals so there is always progression um i think before that um you can get caught up in the grind um a lot and that's where it can kind of spin out of control too i, I see a lot of people you know, i mean day in day out getting on the tools grinding 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 and it's a you kind of don't really achieve as much as you think you are at the time so yeah I think the goals and yeah, the APB structure, I think it's it's helped a lot with my own mental space. You mentioned goals a couple of times. That's obviously like a guiding light for you in a way. Would you would you say that's true or yeah, yeah. I'm pretty goal goal and systems orientated. Like it's um yeah, I mean we've got the next five years planned out. Um, yeah, I mean we've done done a few retreats every now, yeah, I mean, over the years. Um and we just adjust those as we move along, um, and that, and that probably helps with the the mental well being of of running a business as well. Um, mm. th- there is there is a goal at the end. Of, you know, I mean, there is a light at the end of the tunnel. Um, so yeah, yeah, that's that's probably another thing that kind of gets us through each day. Can you talk me through the goal setting process? How you went about setting those five years goals, and and how it helps you day to day? Yeah, like I'm pretty ambitious. Like I've got pretty big dreams and goals, and how I want to live when I when I retire. Um, I've always, you know, I mean, I've always thought ahead. Um, probably not to to the extent of what I what I have set up now, um, but it's really just standardised. Okay, this is how we're gonna. This is how we want to live. This is what we want in life. Breaking that down, whether it's living comfortably, really wealthy, living on the beach, living in the country, whatever that scenario is, we've kind of broken that down into okay. To get to that point, we've got to turn over this amount of money, um, net profits, all that kind of gear, and kind of work it back to, to even a job value. Um, and, and by doing that, you kind of it all links back to the the avatar that you're chasing and the jobs that you're chasing and the staff and 
well, yeah, it's a, it's a it's a big revolving door that you just got to explore a bit with it. Personally, I, I think that's the big thing. It's not just business. You've got to personally want something big um, to chase, if you know what I mean. And and if you consistently just ticking things off off the list to get to that point. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you feel good about it. Yeah, I think, I mean, everyone's in business from a personal reason, I think. I mean, it's one and the same, right? Yeah, yeah, and, and I think you're built for it. Like I, I say to a lot of people, I I couldn't work for someone. I, you know, I mean, I did my apprenticeship with a guy and I'm pretty thankful he kept me on because he, um, it was very my way, my way of the highway, even when I was younger and didn't know anything. So I think you kind of built a certain way and, you know, I mean, I don't know if it's ADHD or whatever it is that we've all got, but I'm sure there's something that they can probably tick me off on. Um, but, yeah, you know, I mean, running a business just keeps me busy. You know I mean, it's either that or I'll be doing something else as well as another job. So, yeah, yeah, I think personality, you, you, you're either built for it or you're not. From a tactical perspective, where are your goals sitting? Are they in a spreadsheet? Are they in your office? How are you kind of tracking those? Yeah, we've got spreadsheets set up uh, through Google Docs and all, all the rest of it. Um, every so we, yeah, honestly, we we commit to the retreat every year, go away, kind of mind bit of a reset. This is where we were last year. This is where we are this year. Generally, we're on track. Um, it's definitely working for what for, for for the past that we've we've been working on it. Um, but we've definitely ticked those those bucket list items off. Um, and yeah, and then that kind of gets broken down into a twelve month. We do an annual planning exercise and then every quarter yeah. we go okay well based on this we're just going to break it down have we ticked off these these items from last quarter if not they'll have to get shoved over into quarter four or whatever quarter you you're in and um yeah and just kind of keep progressing to that major goal for anyone that doesn't know what you're talking about with with the retreat you're talking about app's annual retreat right yeah yep and that was in hawaii this year i believe yeah <laughs> I yeah yeah and what's that? That's a three-day intensive workshop to, to set your goals, essentially. Yeah, yeah. It really just um, gets you out of the business um, and and that's where it all comes from. Like a, um, Hamilton Island was another one and and over the years, you kind of just keep building on it. And then the same thing goes with the, the workbook stuff with, with APB. I can't remember you know what, I mean? what, what levels there are or whatever it is. But you, you kind of buy in into the, the first little level and you do a, do a bit in those um, mm. modules and the spreadsheets and all the rest of it, um, jump into the coaching and it gets a little bit more advanced and deeper, as you say. And you know, I mean, I'm, I'm with the elite coaching at the moment and it's deeper again, if you know what I mean. So I, I kind of find as the years have progressed, uh, Hamilton Island and Hawaii are very similar, um, but you're just getting deeper into the goal setting. Is this what we really wanted um and 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 just keeps defining and defining and defining, and the clearer it is, the more likely you're going to achieve it. Yeah, I like that. What is it about? I mean, a lot of set people set goals. I've done it before. I'm sure there's lots of builders out there that have done it. They'll set a goal and they're super excited about it at the time they set the goal, but then with with maybe like a progress or something, they just end up you know not reaching that goal or or giving up on it or something like that. What makes you stick to your goals and keep pursuing them? I think the constant uh, reviewing, I mean, a lot of guys, you know, man, New Year's Eve, you go and write your bucket list items down for the year. You want to achieve this and this and this. Um, we review our financials and sales and everything. I was going to say quarterly, but it's probably monthly. Um, monthly, we really go through everything and what how we're tracking for the quarter. Um, mm. And then, as I said, like from, so we've got, you know, I mean, the next five years, five, you know, what I mean, 12, three, three years and five year plan set up. We kind of just make sure we break that down to suit the 12 month. And then, you know, I mean, three, two, you know, we, we actually start our 2024 planning in probably November. Um, and then we've got to give ourselves a month to, to just fine tune things. So we're not, you know, I mean, overwhelmed at Christmas and 
panicking in January that we haven't done it, um, and then just break that down into quarters and then just revisit every quarter. Are we going to actually achieve that big bucket list item that we wanted to achieve? Um, and, yeah, you, you're more inclined to, to reach smaller goals than a, than a big goal too. So mm. if you can kind of just chip away at it, um, it, it might even take you two, two years. I mean, if it takes two years and you achieve that goal, well, yeah, so be it. So, and it even and that even goes with the, I mean, the BHAG, the big, hairy, audacious goals. I mean, if if you're not scared of it, you know, I mean, it's probably not big enough. Um, and in saying that, I've said to a lot of people, my, my goals are pretty big. But if I get to retirement and I achieve achieve half of it, I'm probably still going to be pretty happy. So, mm. um, yeah, that's a bit of a, a mindset thing as well. I mean, what kind of things are you setting goals for? Is and you don't have to get specifics in into your goals because it's quite a personal thing, I imagine, but like, are you trying to increase profitability, margins, growth rate, or are you trying to look at things external to that, like how many holidays you take and things like that? Like, what, what are you setting goals for? Uh, there's, to be honest, I'll, I'll yeah, I mean, there's there's a retirement age. You know, uh, but okay. in saying that, I'll, I'll never retire. You know I mean, I've kind of, <laughs> I'll, I love the game. You know what I mean? And that's a, the joy of it all. Um, but having a business that runs itself, that's my big, big thing. Um, not sure what I'm going to do once it's running myself because I'm, I'm, I'll be, Probably that pain in the ass guy in the office. That, yeah, that's, that's making everyone's life big and painful. Um, but yeah, that, that's probably my big thing, just to kind of get the systems and everything set up for this to run itself. Um, but yeah, and then there's lifestyle choices. You know, I mean, whether it's yeah, where you live, how you live, how much mm. you want to spend each year. Um, I mean, obviously my wife's probably got bigger uh, shopping habits than I do. Um, so I've got to, I've got to find that. goals are a bit higher than yours. Yeah, I've got to keep that level up a bit too. Um, but yeah, it, mine's more so just making something work. You know, I mean, there's mm. the, the whole goal of setting up the business to run itself. I think that's that's the my biggest goal, and yeah, to, to get to at, at that retirement age. And um, yeah, when I get to that five years, and it, and it is well, I'll just have to reevaluate reevaluate it and set another five year plan. And then you're you're looking at that kind of guiding line and, and breaking it down into chunks that are, are smaller goals, like which build up into that. Is that right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So just just bite size, you know. And it's it's one of those things you can cut. You know, I mean, I, I want to um, want to buy a Ferrari next next Christmas or whatever that big goal is. You don't want to get to next November and go, fuck, where am I going to get this 500K from? You know what I mean? It, it, whereas if you can kind of break that down into quarters, all of a sudden we're only talking 100K a, a quarter. You know what I mean? If you break it down into a two-year plan or whatever it is, whatever car you want or house or whatever it is, it's, it's just easier to swallow, if you know what I mean, and more, more, yeah, more likely to be achieved. Is that Ferrari one of your goals? Did you let that slip? <laughs> nah, nah. I always say, you know what I mean, probably some kind of supercar one day, but you know okay. I mean? I've, I've got an old... 79 series cruiser that I'm happy chugging away in. So, yeah, it's, it's one of those things. I'll probably have it, but I'll never drive it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Did you get your wife involved in your goals? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've done a lot of planning over the years and uh, done it solo a lot. Um, but, yeah, I find going away, you achieve more as a team. You know what I mean? And that works as, as you know I mean, at home and at work. You know what I mean? You, you can jump on the tools and build a house by yourself, but you're going to get quicker doing it with a team. So if you can kind of incorporate your personal goals and that's what I said about the, the shopping habits. You know, I mean, that is part of our um, retirement plan because, you know, I mean, I'm not looking to, to set this business up and then get divorced and go different ways. You, you kind of want to, you, you both want to be happy, if you know what I mean? So there's a lot of sacrifices that, that wives take. Um, we, we don't work together in the, in the business. She she's does her own thing, um, does a lot of this, you know what I mean, looking after the kids 
kind of scenario. Um, but yeah, there, there's, there's takes two to tango and, and to make something work. So she, she lets me kind of run my thing and she could take, she's, yeah, takes a lot of control of the home life. Yeah. But it's, I mean, you've got shared life goals, right? As you said, you're working towards something together, which is nice. hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I'm interested to hear more about the systems because I'm sure there's a lot of builders out there that would, that love the idea of that, you know, that long-term goal of having the business run itself. So what, what are the, some of the systems that you're working on in your business or you've already worked on, which are working towards that goal? Yeah, we've kind of, you know, I mean, you, you, you touched your toe in a lot of waters, um, different software programs, packages, all that kind of stuff. Um, I don't think there's a one-size-fits-all. Uh, we, we had, I mean, obviously we, were, we had a job management program for Co-Construct with, with Co-Construct for the last four or five years, maybe six years. Um, put a lot of effort into that and into the schedules and to-dos and all the rest of it. Um, probably wasn't a, as advanced and honestly build a trend bought out Co-Construct, so it's Pretty common knowledge. Um, probably got cold feet beginning of the year, so we kind of jumped across to to build a trend. We've we've committed to putting a lot of effort into build a trend. Um, even had a, a project management company kind of set that up for us because, yeah, I mean, I've, to be honest, we we did try another program over you know, I mean, programs in the last you know, I mean, two or three years, and you find it's too hard. You know, I mean, you, you've already got enough to do, and then you try and implement a new program that you're not totally hundred percent sure on. Um, so then you jump back to what you know. Um, so yeah, honestly, we've got, you know, I mean, build a trend as a, as a job management program, that's going to be our main hub. Um, there's a lot of schedules and checklists and stuff that we're going to incorporate into all the schedules, not, not just construction either, like in the pre-construction phases of each project. Um, you know, I mean, obviously zero kind of sits in the background, but yeah, we're going to have build a trend running a lot of the business by the time it's set up properly. Um, Mm. once that's kind of running and we've found our feet a little bit with that, we've kind of committed to systemology as a as another platform to, to help people that come into the business find their way of doing things. Um, and then, yeah, that, yeah, I mean, we're probably going to have like a, a Google Docs or a OneDrive. We've got OneDrive at the moment just as a library to, to have everything, but realistically try to, try to streamline it so no one's really reliant on anyone, if you know what I mean. You just, oh, how do I do this? And it's just, just a link after a link after a link. So, um, yeah, it's kind of the path we're taking. We actually gave out the Systemology book at the Professional Builders Summit on the Goldie. Yeah. The, the the book there, Dave Jennings. Dave Jennings is that his name? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, very, very helpful information. It's great. Yeah, yeah. and I, and honestly, I, 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 yeah, I mean, I've only one read one one book in my life, and I get I get given a lot of books, but um, audio books. There's a, there's a lot of other ways to to get to get through it as well. I kind of beat myself up a bit that I didn't put as much effort into school life as I do now. Um, but even yeah, I mean, builders, we're always in the car. Turn, turn the radio yeah. off and yeah try to yeah build some kind of habit to, to listen to podcasts or audio books or something while you're driving around audio books are great i i do audio books as well and i'm driving it's a bit hard to take notes while you're driving though <laughs> yeah yeah that's it that's it so, what's your favorite book that you've listened to um oh, i've got multiple i don't really have a favorite yeah i don't really get too locked down um has anything had a huge impact on your business uh not really not really like a, i'm a yeah, I mean, as I said at the early stage, I'm pretty pretty open minded to change, love, love change. But you've, you've got to be careful not to flood flood yourself with ideas as well. I mean, you can read three or four books in a week, and you're like, "Fuck, this isn't the right path we were thought we were going on. Maybe we should be doing this." And you get a bit confused and get confused, and you don't do anything. Um, yeah. So I'm pretty cautious about just kind of keeping yeah emotionally in charge and um, yep. and just kind of take advice, think about it. If it, if it, if you can implement something, you do. Um, but yeah, yeah. 
probably probably the power of the subconscious mind was was one of the big ones that I that was the only book I ever read. Um, or told to oh, the physical one, yeah, yeah. I think I must have got grounded or banned or something from something. <laughs> and um, but yeah, the the mindset. You know, I mean, if you think. If you think something hard enough, yeah, I mean, it's going to happen. Yeah, I like that, and I like that you've taken a different perspective on reading. Uh, it's there's a lot of people out there that would tell you, oh, you need to read, you need to read a ton of books to to learn, which is true to a certain extent. You need to be always actively learning, but if you're not putting that into action and and keeping a clear focus around your goals, like you mentioned, then it, it's kind of wasted energy, isn't it? Yeah, hundred percent. You gotta have the action behind it. Like I, I speak to a lot of people. Even the se- the book, The Secret. I don't think I've ever read The Secret, but I've heard about it. And so it's, it's a mindset. It's all mindset. You know, I mean, if, yeah. it's oh, if you think you're going to be rich, you'll be rich. Well, you're not going to be rich if you don't put any effort. <laughs> no. in the, you know, what I mean, to, to, to get there. Um, so there's good, good and bad. You know, I mean, every, there's a the method to each book, and everyone needs guidance in their life at some point but you know, i mean the action's a big part if, if you can't put the the knowledge into action you're not going to get anywhere yeah exactly so you mentioned uh apb a fair few times and and working with andy scarter who's our head coach what is the one thing that you've taken away from apb it's had the biggest impact on you and your business uh probably to, to be honest probably all of it from from a from a business point of view um you know, i mean I, i've been down the, the franchise route and a few other different avenues and they're all good and bad. I mean, I could, I could, you know, I mean, call, call out a lot of negatives, but I could, you know, I mean, from a negative, there's always a positive of some sort that you got to pull out of it. Um, mm. But with the mentoring and coaching and stuff that we've, that they offer uh, and that I, that I do, then I, I think it's just bringing it back to running the business. I, I think that's the, the biggest thing that's kind of changed within my life. Um, you know, I mean, if, if I didn't jump in and well, I was always going to jump in post, post franchise, that was the plan. And that's how I wanted to, to get to my goals. Um, yeah. Bring it back every week to say, okay, look, where are we at? Are we good? We're not. This is what we need to do to implement this or that or whatever issue um, there is in the business. Like there's always issues no matter, I mean, the next 10 years, I'm still going to be, you know I mean, I'll probably be chatting to you about another problem. You know what I mean? <laughs> They're never going to end, um, but just bringing it back to solving it and so you don't have to live through it again. Um, that, that's probably the, the biggest thing. And, and so just be sticking around for sticking around for 10 years. That's good. <laughs> Yeah, well, I've got my eye on Andy's retirement. So I've, okay. I've threatened him. I've got to reach these goals before he hangs up the hat. Okay, so, that's a good measure. Yeah. It sounds like it just kind of keeps you in line with what you're trying to achieve and, and always resets your, your thinking. When you, It's easy to get lost in the business, right, week to week. 100%, yeah. You know, as I said before, like building houses, I mean, for, for builders, it's easy. That's the easy part. It's all the other stuff that's a pain in the ass or hard or hard to implement because you don't you know how to do stuff and you you get through it and you fumble your way through whatever other side there is to the house as as apart from putting the nails in um but implementing and building and creating something that's going to run itself that's yeah, I mean, you, you need help. You need mm. help. What advice? Sorry, say again. And, and accountability. Yeah, yeah. You can, you can chuck your goals down on a piece of paper, but if you're not checking in or, yeah, I mean, and, that, and that's probably half of it as well. As much as we don't like being uh, someone looking over your shoulder, you can kind of skip past a lot of things and go, oh, mm. should we right? Do it next week. Do it next week. Next thing, it's 2024, 2025, and you haven't done a thing about that goal that you wanted to achieve two years ago. So, yeah. That's a great point. And bringing your wife into the goal setting scenario probably create, uh, creates a bit of our accountability as well there. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's it. So yeah, with inflation, those expenses and 
shopping lists are going up and up. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> got to keep an eye on that. Uh, what advice would you give other builders out there that are, are going through the journey at the moment and and got are setting similar goals to what you talked about? Uh, probably just just keep an open mind, really. I mean, APB. I mean, it's it's there and it's great. I, I, I mean, I can't say a bad thing about it. It suits me. Um, but the time was right when I. I mean, I, I'm a bit of a thinker. Like when I come across something, um, I'll, I'll never sign up on the spot. Um, I'll go through the, the sales spiel or whatever it is of whatever it is, um, have a think about it and then and go back to it. With the goal setting and all that kind of scenario, it's a personal thing. You, 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 it's you. It's not APB or whoever you're dealing with. Um, it, it's your goals and how, how you're going to achieve it. If you can achieve it by the way you're doing it, that's all well and good. Um, but yeah, for, for myself, I just love the accountability. Yeah. It, How long did happened. it take you from finding out about APB to joining? Do you know? That no, was pretty quick, pretty quick. I thought you said you were a thinker. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, when I say that, I was I was part of the franchise and I, I found it found you guys um, when I was with them. I uh, couldn't really implement anything because I was okay. governed by so, certain rules. Um, and Andy Andy often says that he was the easiest sale he's ever done because <laughs> I, I just let him go through his, his sales yeah, the, the the speech, and then it's like, yep, that's fine. Let's sign up. We're done. And, um, <laughs> so, but yeah, no, and the time's got to be right. You know, I mean, and a lot of time you talk to a lot of other builders that are around, whether you know, I mean you're in the group or not. Um, you kind of get to a point where it has to work. You know, I mean, you're at the bottom. It, it's not good. Things aren't good. It, it, you, you, you're hitting not rock bottom, but you're pretty close to it, and you've had enough, and you need to implement stuff. Otherwise, you're out. Um, and to be honest, I've been there a few times. You get to a point where you're like, if this doesn't fucking work in the next 12 months, I'm going to go work at Bunnings because I'm done. I can't, you know, I mean, this is just not stacking up both financially, personal life, family life. You know, I mean, there's a lot of aspects to it. Um, and you just got to find that balance. You know I mean? mm. So what's next? When do you next? We've spoken a lot about goals. What's what? When's the next review happening? Next week. Next, next week. week. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> quarter four. So, um yeah, generally it's yeah every quarter we kind of sit down, go through it. Um, they're not too strict, yeah. You know I mean, you, you kind of amend it, change it, whatever, whatever. Things change throughout the year. Some some of the goals on the twelve month plan isn't going to happen uh, yep. due to whatever circumstances. But I mean, over overarching, you've still got that fish dangling up in the distance. So you've got to get there somehow. Um, but yeah, you just got to ride the wave, ride the wave, and, and push as hard as you can. Awesome. Well, Jay, thanks so much for coming on Professional Builders Secrets today. I've had a great time talking to you all about goal setting has been the main main topic of discussion, but I think it's a really powerful thing for builders to start thinking about getting that big, hairy, audacious goal in the future and, and kind of chipping away at it every day is really, really motivating actually. So yeah, really appreciate you coming on and sharing all your insights. Uh, thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Eh? No worries. Also, a big thank you to our listeners out there, wherever you are in the world. If you like the show today, please subscribe to Professional Builders Secrets on your platform of choice. And if you're feeling generous, leave us a review. But until next time, have a great day.